Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and a very good afternoon. Uh, welcome to the My ICSC uh, interview session. Uh, My ICSC stands for Malaysia International Center for Sustainable Cities. Uh, this is a platform for us to engage with our different stakeholders from the government, the industries, the universities, academia, and also individuals. Uh, we like to uh, hear a lot about uh, their perspective uh, from the industry players, the governments, individuals, and the thought leaders. Uh, with me, uh, I have uh, Kamar Ruzaman Jahidin, or we call him KJ. He's an industry veteran. So he has been in this area of IR 4.0, but in fact, he's also involved in uh, smart cities. So uh, maybe for a start, uh, I'll just let uh, KJ, you can introduce yourself first. Oh, okay. Thanks. Thanks, Doctor. Uh, thanks for inviting me as well for this session. Uh, my name is Kamaru Zaman Jahidin, as what mentioned by Doctor, and also uh, my so-called short form, uh, they call it KJ, easy to understand and easy to, 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 to say. And uh, basically, um, I had a degree in electrical engineering uh, back in 1989s, uh, way from uh, California State University, Long Beach, and uh, doing my engineering, electrical engineering, and then uh, further study, doing my uh, master in IT uh, technopreneurships, and uh, currently engaged with UITM, so I'm pursuing my PhD on the uh, a smart Karakuri uh, IoT line uh, management system. And uh, we've involved in this IR 4.0 since back in, uh, I think, five years ago. Uh, I was uh, was shocked by when I went to Europe to see what's happening there uh, five years back. And then the, I think on that time, Malaysia was about to launch the industry forward, which is in 2018. And uh, in terms of smart city, I, I also uh, involved uh, in a few uh, projects in uh, uh, Kulai Sdana in Langkawi and other small small projects in uh, JB and also uh, small portions of uh, parts in, in Kedah as well. Just a little bit. Back to you, Rob. Okay, thank you. I think for a start, uh, most of us have been sometimes arguing about even the definition of smart city. And uh, this has been ongoing for quite some time. But... I think it depends on certain countries. The smart city definition might be slightly different from the others. But uh, just for, I'd like to understand your perspective, individual perspective. Oh. In a simple description, what do you think or what exactly is a smart city? Oh, okay. Uh, very short one. <laughs> but it, it, it has a deep, uh, deep meaning. Eh? A smart city is when the rich people using public transportation. Okay, <laughs> what I mean is that basically uh, it's more like the cities has to come up with the facilities uh, that actually benefits the community. Uh, meaning that uh, facilities means it can be anything of facilities that involve technologies, one thing. A second thing is that the, the city has to be managed well uh, in terms of uh, uh, integrity, in terms of efficiency of uh, solving problems, and uh, in terms of uh, a continuous uh, improvement on the on the so-called on the uh, so-called on the uh, involvement of the community, uh, and then uh, one thing that I would like to highlight here is that a smart city is nothing to deal with much more on the technologies, but it's more on the people to respond together with the city uh, so-called 
uh, holders, all right, uh, uh, so that the cities become more lively, basically. Uh, so a very short form, I said, I would like to have that kind of words like uh, the rich people's using public transportation. That is a very uh, good sentence and then reflects uh, how we manage uh, our city, basically in KL. Uh. <laughs> Back to you, Dr. Okay, if we take a look at the city components, so there, are, there are many stakeholders in the, in the city themselves. And um, some people have argued differently regarding what exactly, how, I mean, how do we make the city smart? So in, in your opinion, what is the main component that make our city smart? Okay, uh, this, this uh, the, the statements of a smart city, uh, for me, as I mentioned, is going to be like uh, a smarter in managing the city. All right, and then uh, the city make the community to live more uh, livable, and also uh, the city has a very responsive from the community. So the components of the, the the smart city, or maybe to make the cities become more smarter, is uh, again for me is is the people and and also the process. Meaning that the people has to be responsive. I believe municipals can cannot do them cannot do himself a, a so called. Uh, a way uh, of managing the city without any response by the community. As what happened, I think, in Barcelona, they invest a lot of uh, technologies, but yet the community doesn't really uh, appreciate the technology because that's what not the community wants. The community's one is, is what they want, basically. And then this will be responding back to the municipal to understand what the community needs. Besides, we are pushing the technologies to the community to use. This is what happened in Malaysia. Basically, uh, we are forcing the people to use the, the, the technology. And yet, uh, that's what not the, the community wants. Uh, I, I had a talk with a few uh, municipal to have uh, some sort like a kiosk or maybe some sort like a portal. I think kiosk would be much better at the moment uh, to have a response from the community, what they actually want. Uh, so when I was in the Kulai Senak project, uh, they, they did some survey uh, to the communities and uh, they, they get a very good response, what they want, what they need. And then the, the teams will, will react to the response uh, and then make the city become more livable. And also, uh, uh, we need a two-way communication. So, again, the two points uh, is, is not more on the technology for me. It's more like uh, uh, peoples and also to understand well about the, the process of making the city become more smarter. Yeah, it seems that uh, uh, the area of, I mean, the implementation of any smart cities will be citizen-centric, right? Yeah. So we'll see that uh, most of the services should be able to serve the citizens who are living in the city themselves. Right. And, and we see that a lot of initiative that being done sometimes in the early phase that I've seen uh, a lot of implementation that being deployed in uh, other cities try to be duplicated you know in in our city in Malaysia but it doesn't fit that kind of yeah. uh, problem because uh, the city in in Seoul or the city in London or the city in Japan might have different you know kind of problems that they face so we are not like them. Even culturally, uh, in Malaysia, for example, in the cities in Malaysia, we are multiracial, we are uh, multi-ethnic. We also have, 
I mean, uh, multinational. <laughs> so different people have different way of looking, even at crossing the roads. They have different <laughs> ethics of you know crossing the roads. Yeah. So in your case, if if the cities have this all these different needs, but I'm sure that cities have some common problems. You know, what are the things so that it's easier for us to deploy or uh, emulate certain things which is common? What, what kind of facilities or services that you feel that is common for all smart cities? Okay, uh, I agree with you uh, on uh, on the, our way of, of culture. I mean, uh, our, our way of living and life. Uh, back when I was in Europe, uh, their, their, their style is different. Their style is different because they, they have a, a very good a community that is well understand uh, the benefits of uh, using technologies and the pros and cons of using technology. So uh, it, it's good to have that. Uh, I think uh, for for the, the the kinds of that I've been to Europe, uh, they they took about thirty years, uh, sorry, forty years to make the community the, the city become mobility. So it's a progressive way of doing things in in doing uh, towards a smart city. So uh, a very common items for me, for me, I, I think uh, the most important thing is on the regulation. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it's about, let's say, let's say we, we, we were to put, uh, let's say, uh, Johor Bahru as a smart city. Now Iskandar, Iskandar Putri is a smart city. Let's say move to Johor Bahru as a smart city, as a city town. All right. So first thing has to do is that the municipal of the uh, Majlis Perbandaran Johor Bahru, Bandaraya Johor Bahru, has to understand and has to have regulations. And also the regulation has to link back to the local authority. I mean, not local authority, the governments. And the government has to, has to link to the federal governments. And then plus, we need a social network, their comment, their response, or the community around the majlis, uh, I mean, the, the local uh, municipal, we call it, in Johor, right? Then from there, we come up with the, with the regulation. I think we don't have that regulation uh, uh, guidelines when when we start want to start any smart city. I remember when I was doing in in Langkawi, I didn't see any guidelines, but we just do it. But finally, we have problems. We do it a lot of uh, uh, communicating with uh, uh, certain stakeholders like bomber, police, uh, uh, marines, uh, uh, a few other like Lada, and uh, we have a very good response. And from there, we come up with the. Uh, with the a very basic understanding regulation, what do's and don'ts when we develop the smart city. So the common area that I think uh, number one is regulate, eh, regulate. Number two is manage, and number three is invest. So if you, if we have that investors to invest on our smart city, and yet our regulations are not there, it's going to be like a haywire again. So we we don't know where to start with, and then. Uh, we like, uh, oh, we have a technology, but uh, let's, let's persuade our technology. And one thing that I'd like to highlight is that when we do smart city, uh, please find our local people that understand the culture, understand the way that we live, and understand the way that we're doing things. For example, like you are in, in, in uh, uh, one city. Yeah? We have a lot of warongs here. We, don't, we couldn't find warongs in, in, in or Europe, in, <laughs> in other countries. So what kind of uh, warung that we are thinking? So this what kind of warung, the way that we eat, the way the place that we eat is must be very hygiene. I mean, there is no, uh, uh, what we call that, there is no pet, there is nothing, uh, 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 mice, nothing. So we need to have a technology that control this area. So at this moment, we are talking, uh, Malaysians are actually uh, really uh, go, uh, go towards technology that 
when we implement technology, then we call, oh, that is a smart city. So for me, that is not really a smart city. <laughs> it, it's, it has to be, it has to be both and it has to be like a complete ecosystem where the, the community respond also to the local municipal and the local municipal also respond back to the community. So in this case, we are, we are doing a, a very huge development, not only to develop the city, but also to develop the human brains, the, the growth mindset of the, our local people. So again, commons area is regulate, right? The way, the way that we have to regulate, do regulations on the smart city and how do we manage the smart city? And of course, the last thing is investment. So investment is more on the system and everything. So back to you, Rob. Okay, you have mentioned some of the criteria requirement that you know uh, is 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 important in a smart city. Especially, you mentioned that you know it must be both party communication. It's what we call the citizen engagement. The citizens themselves talking with the authorities. You know, you cannot have one way communication. Yeah. But if you look at the whole city in Malaysia, you have mentioned Johor Bahru, one of them. And in fact, sometimes we also don't realize how many smart cities in Malaysia. So in your case, in your perspective, okay. in which city in Malaysia that has reached that smart city level, number one? Because before that, before you answer that, I've read a report that said that in the Institute for Management of Smart Cities, Smart City Index, they have rated in 2020, Kuala Lumpur is number 54 out of 109 countries. Right. And maybe number second in Southeast Asia, which after Singapore. Mm. But we are still far from 1 to 54, that's far. That's yeah. Kuala Lumpur. But in your opinion, if you select one of the smart city, why do you choose that, that city as a, one of the top most smart city? Okay. Uh, I've been to quite a, a few places in Malaysia. Uh, one thing that I like is Putrajaya. All right? So not to say Saputrajaya is a Putrajaya. Why Putrajaya? Number one, because uh, compared to other city, it's quite a new city. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a new development city because, uh, because of the government's area there. One big one thing. Second thing is the infrastructure is very nice. What I see is in the infrastructure. So when they develop the Putrajaya, they have think of, they have thought of this doing the infrastructure, so where to park the car, how the things works, uh, where where's the, the locations of the mosque uh, and the rest of it, all right? And then uh, number number two that I see is, is, is giving back to the community, all right? So we have a pedestrian walk, we have a cycling area, we have a recreation area. It's probably, it's, it's well-planned, uh, not to say well-organized, well but it's well-planned and yet, there's a lot of lot of lot more to do in terms of managing the 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 the, the community. I mean, the city, right? So, uh, one thing that I see, uh, uh, KL uh, is an old city, <laughs> right? So we, we in Malaysia we have we have two area now, we either either the city is already old to develop to become smart, or we we totally develop a brand new city. So we have we have two portions here now. So if you have thinking like Putraja, I consider as a brand new because compared to others, it's a brand new, it's easy, all right? Uh, my next project is in Langkawi, uh, also a, a brand new uh, a, uh, reclaimed area to develop a smart city in the future. So it's going to be easy because uh, the, 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 the mindset has been uh, set to that this area is a smart city area. But the issues now is that the old city, you know, 
want to become a smart city. Uh, so this is this is an, a new challenge lah for me. It's, it's another challenge, and uh, I think at the moment uh, I like Putrajaya because uh, the green is there, uh, the system is there, uh, the cleanliness is there, uh, and then uh, I feel like oh stay in the stay in the kampung, stay in the village, but yet uh, actually I'm sitting in the in the area of a, a very uh, close to a, a huge city. So uh, well done Putrajaya, the the whole system uh, yet. A lot more to be improved, basically. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I love to do. To, I love to go to Prajaya. Yeah, I, I choose Putrajaya basically. Though. Okay, thank you. What What you are basically saying is that you know this kind of cities, which is a greenfield area. Uh, greenfield means it's totally new, uh, and also a brownfield when. Hundreds of years, they already been there. Right. And, uh, the yeah. whole infrastructure so compact and all that. Yeah. Yeah. But if you look at the, they, they have two different approach. Like the greens, the greenfield area is easy to implement, but sometimes you don't know. There's no problem of the citizen. You don't know the problem. Yeah. But in brownfield area, where there already is existence of people there, you might see it. There's a lot of issues. So hmm. they might have different elements when we want to deploy this kind of city. If you take one of the main element in the greenfield area, one element in the brownfield area, what are the elements that you feel is is important okay on the on the we, we talk about on the uh, brown field first <laughs> okay to to what i i go abroad when i was in europe to study how they actually doing their progress uh the 40 years to become a smart mobility uh one thing is that i see is that they are into one team uh their municipals are into one teams so because uh, the smart city is actually uh, uh, managed by the municipal, I mean the local authority. So the local authority as a whole from top to bottom and also from bottom to top has to talk about one single uh, uh, understands about what is smart city. And then one thing. Second thing is the contribution. All right. And third thing is a progressive. So what we do is that we are actually doing things like uh, uh, just like oh, when we like to do things, we do things. But when you talk about smart city, as I mentioned earlier, it's a progressive kinds of activities. So one after another, one after another. So let's say, for example, like we tackle one problem. The issues now is to tackle one problem. Then the problem settle. Then find another issues. Then we do based on the technologies, based on the infrastructures, based on everything. So in this case, I think the issues now uh, in the brownfield is actually again uh, people right again people uh, it's not technology technology is just can plug in anywhere uh, we have a lot of expertise here in Malaysia as well as, well, as well as in the world so again is the, the 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 openness of the local authority and the openness of the community to really come up together and then bring the the city become smarter that's number one but again the local municipal has to initiate these kind of activities don't wait for the community so now I, I think uh, again uh, one thing that we have to push the committee is to give a lot of awareness what are the benefits of the technologies what are the benefits of smart city because currently now we feel our population is like 32 point something 32.6 million but when we grow further when we grow like 40 39 something so the things become messy so before it become messy we have to start now so what happened now that what happened in malaysia now is like it's like we are we are doing things like we go like events. Oh, this one is it's a smart city event. Then we do a lot of work like that. So smart city is not that way. It's a progressive kind of doing things. Uh, uh, just that, right? That is on the brown field. On the green field, 
uh, one thing is that the best part also in Greenfield is that uh, we find that it's kind of easy because it's totally green and then we can create our own uh, regulations on that. Uh, the issue is, uh, of course, because uh, there's a lot of investment to be done there uh, because of the infrastructures are not ready and everything. So that, that's, that's, a, that's a few things. And then, uh, of course, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a support from the local authority and also the municipal to respond back again to regulation. Uh, I, I, I like to highlight these things. When doing the smart city, we have three things, regulate, manage and invest. So these are uh, uh, very, very much uh, uh, related to how actually we want to proceed into a smart, better smart city. Back to you, Rob. You did mention about the, the, the most important part also is on people, right? So yeah. if we take a look at that triangle of people, process and right. technology, yeah. you feel that technology may be not, not that significant because technology is there for us to deploy, but the people is important for us to have that. Uh, so that, that, that answers the, my, my next question, but I'd like to ask another question, another aspect where we take a look at, you know, a city like this uh, requires investment, like you, you mentioned. So yeah. we need to find ways because there are two ways to do that. One way is for us, smart cities normally is either you, you make people uh, have a better quality of life. You didn't make money or that your operations better, more efficient, but you don't make money. Maybe you save costs. Lah, eh? Another one is that uh, maybe there are things you feel that you can make money or that. A lot of smart cities doesn't really make money. I'm not sure. Maybe that's another opinion. But I think it's also important for us to sustain the whole operations of the city. So what, what is your thoughts? What kind of measures that we can do, actions okay. that we can do to sustain oh. the whole city? Oh, that, that's a good question. Uh, I, I give you some examples, Adok. Uh, Let's say we are staying in the condos, right? So we are staying in the condos. We are putting some money on the, the management of the condos, right? So what we expect that when you put money on the, on the, on the uh, management fees, we are expecting that the services is good. And then the condos, it depends on what type of condos you have. You have a gym, you have a, a swimming pool, you have guards, we have everything. So we pay more. Maybe we pay like 300, 400 ringgit. But what expected that we have to, we expected that the service is good. Same goes to city. So we are paying quick rent. We are paying Chukai Pintu everything a year, monthly, uh, uh, a year like it depends on what kind of uh, 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 house that you are staying in. You are staying in condos or you are staying in the land house. So we are paying like 300 Indian, whatever it is. All right. So we are expecting that uh, there should be a, 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 a better services in the future. Okay. So let's say now I, 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 uh, municipals go like, okay, now we become from Bandaraya to become, become Dewan Bandaraya. So when, when they, they go like become Dewan Bandaraya, means that the scopes are bigger. And then the scopes are bigger, the communities are more bigger. So they need to find a way how to solve this issue before it comes. So what I see is that the quit rent also will go up. When the quit rent goes up, of course, uh, the investment is there the, the investment, initial investment is there for the local authorities to sustain in the future. So this, this is how it works, okay? So uh, uh, what, let's say now, now as, I, as I mentioned, we, we, smart city is where we live in the healthier way, in the healthier life and everything. So we don't mind. We don't mind paying extra, I think, in the future. Uh, now maybe, of course, there's a certain area. We don't mind paying extra, but 
we need a good services from the local municipal. So when we have these two uh, uh, communicating, uh, responsive, uh, the city can become uh, better and also sustained. What we have here in Malaysia is like just like just like a passive a way of doing things in a smart city. We need an active way of doing things, just like we do uh, our our studies, like face to face and also online. So online just like uh, passive, right? When we face to face, it's like active a bit. So I think we we can do we can sustain in terms of uh, when they increase the quit rent or maybe there's a way of uh, a community can pay additional to have this kind of services. So what I did in uh, a few places that I draw uh, 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 so-called, I draw a chart uh, where the money comes from to make the city become sustained. So it's not, it's not about, uh, it's not about uh, uh, so-called uh, how to not only manage, but it's how to sustain. So again, uh, RM, RMI, uh, remember RMI, which I said regulate, manage, and investment. So investment, of course, uh, the things have become uh, uh, bigger, bigger items now because of COVID-19. So foreign work, foreign uh, investors also kind of reluctant to put their money in Malaysia. Uh, but uh, what I what I mean in uh, become more sustained is is actually. Uh, the services that we have to improve so it doesn't it doesn't uh, give a good reflex uh, when when we have a smart city uh, so-called a city becomes smart but the services is still <laughs> still back to the old <laughs> back to you rather okay it's interesting because uh, it also depends on the, the size of the city, you know, yeah. we have Majlis Daerah, which is quite small, so the population might be small, so the number, the amount of quick rent might be not that big. And also in cities, we have different kind of people, the one which is rich, that can affordable, they are able to pay the quick rent or higher services, but the one which is living a little bit, you know, not, not that, you know, rich, wealthy, they might not be able to afford that too, can Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe I I just like to also ask you if you know uh, what is your involvement in the smart city? You mentioned that earlier, and uh, is there any things that you would like to share about your projects that you can share? Yeah, uh, I first uh, I start the city with uh, Langkawi uh, when the, I think back uh, six years ago uh, I did propose to the uh, state uh, of Kedah. Uh, to make Langkawi become digital island uh, with the previous government, I think uh, uh, I think uh, back in 2017, all right, so quite long ago, <laughs> okay. Uh, it's because so what I see that uh, we want to make uh, Langkawi become smart and safe island. That was on that time. So what I I I did uh, on the on the Langkawi is I become a solution architect. I draw the uh, the framework, the way, the approach, uh, how we do, how are we going to do things, and then the clusters, uh, clusters of a smart city. You can see a lot of uh, city. There's a lot of huge uh, clusters. For example, like like Langkawi focus on the smart city and safe island because why? Because we need to pull the uh, so-called uh, visitors. Because in Nangkawi, on that time before COVID, the population of visitors is about 4.3 million. Uh, I think 3.7 or 4.1 million. 
uh, and then mostly of them are local, 80% are local, 20% are foreigner. So how to make these uh, visitors safe in to stay in the island? That's why we put safe and safety, uh, smart and safe island. And then number two is that uh, we need to bring up the population knowledge uh, in Langkawi to understand well about the technologies that are happening in the world. So uh, I, I did test, I did test, uh, we, we did a seminar, I think launched by our uh, ex-PM, Dr. Dr. Sri Najib. Uh, I just put uh, uh, some uh, so-called uh, form for them to fill up and then uh, I need a, a Gmail address or maybe an email address, not only Gmail, but email address. And I would say like only 10% fill up the email address. So in this case, again, if you were to put Langkawi become smart, the population there must understand the technology. So this is why the progressive has become quite slow there. Uh, anyhow, anyhow uh, we, have a, we, have a, we have an IOCC there already, uh, integrate, uh, Integrated Operational Control Center there, even though it's small, but it's there. And then uh, Langkawi also now become a, a, a POC area on the 5G. I think it's still running, it's still running. Uh, that's one project that I did. And then the uh, second thing that I helped uh, IRDA on the, on the smart city, Kulai Sedana smart city. So where I think the data center already been built there. And uh, I think uh, hopefully Microsoft will stay there. <laughs> and then a lot of opportunities there. And uh, uh, I did also on the understanding, they, we have a team, we have a team of uh, 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 smart city, uh, cluster on economy, cluster on uh, population, and mine is more on the cluster of uh, technology. So what kind of technologies that we can put into the cluster, we assist them. Uh, quite a long uh, project there, uh, I think about, it took about two years. Uh, after that, uh, it's continued. Uh, now, uh, again, uh, they call me for another new project in Langkawi. Uh, I think you know about uh, Langkasuka. Okay, uh, a, a reclaim area. So just put my, my proposal to them. Uh, hopefully it's continued. And then uh, the, third, the, the fourth one is in uh, Johor Bahru, in the Majlis Daerah Johor Bahru, uh, Majlis Perpandaran Johor Bahru. Uh, so uh, again, uh, I see a lot of uh, 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 so-called problems uh, yet have to be encountered uh, to make the, them understand uh, what actually is smart city. We don't think about uh, too, too high sky, uh, we need robot here and there, no. Back to the basic, we need to understand what is smart city and then we go progressively. So I'm looking forward for Malaysians to go like progressively in terms of smart city. I don't want to see like, oh, we have one robot here, then you can monitor. No, it's like, it's a progressive, as, as I like to share with you when I was in uh, Europe, in, uh, in La Roche. Uh, La Roche is about 200,000 population. And they started the smart city back 40 years ago as a smart mobility where they create the pedestrian for people to walk. And then secondly, they go like, okay, bicycle. Second thing, the third thing, they go like uh, uh, so-called only uh, electric car can go in. Uh, I mean, the electric vehicles that brings uh, goods, no diesels, nothing, into the town, five kilometers before that must, must change the car. All right. And then the, uh, the, the area is only uh, no town area, is all pedestrian area, very less car inside. Uh, so they, they have created that environment. But yet... Uh, it goes like 40 years to become a smart mobility. Then everything's are integrated. So I like, I like the way they're doing things. They never give up, even though they change of organization, they change of, of manpower, they change of uh, human capitals, but 
the roadmap remains. Uh, that's one thing. So if you were to move into a, a smart city, make sure that the roadmap towards a smart city has to be remained. Only things maybe the peoples and the managements are different, but yet the effort towards smart city is still continue. Okay, Doc. Okay. It has been a great discussion and very interesting to hear your thoughts regarding smart city. As we know, like smart city is like is we we are not building an, a city overnight, so it's going to be you know take years for us to build a very smart city. Even the city like the one that we live today in Kuala Lumpur, in Puchong, whichever city is is not like overnight. So yeah. it took a lot of time and effort for us to build it, but we have to start now, lah. Okay, so it's very interesting that we have this discussion today and hearing the thoughts from uh, our IR 4.0 experts and industry uh, veteran here. And uh, I would like to thanks again for your uh, discussion and joining us for this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Rob.